0: Hello, everybody out there. Welcome to the Survivor After Show. Uh, for those of you who tuned in last week, you know me. My name is Nando Velasquez. Uh, just, uh, just so you know, last week I filled in for Thanksgiving week, uh, because we did the show on a Wednesday, not the usual Thursday time slot because of the holidays. Uh, here I am again. Uh, Justin is out of the country. I didn't realize that until last, after last week someone told me. Uh, I'm not sure about Jerry and Ryan. They just weren't able to come today. So, uh, I got thrown in, but, you know, it's a lot to talk about. It's two hours, and uh even though I, I thank you for the comments, those of you who did enjoy last week's show, uh, it's a lot to talk about. So, joining me on the phone is another well-established us uh, uh, AfterBuzz host here from AfterBuzz. Uh, you may know her from uh what do you What do you do, Keaton Rain? And I some... see.
2: I do Rain. I do Nashville. I did. I I do Once Upon a Time. You yeah. Know, I... I, I, did Big Brother. Yeah. I oh, yeah. You were big in. on Big yeah. Brother.
0: So yeah, she's pretty much an expert too. And, and she was like the first person I thought of when I was like, Oh my God, I got to call somebody, uh, Keaton Markey, everybody. Uh, so,
2: Yes. Yeah. And, and we did the show last year. We, we, uh, interviewed Spencer last
0: yeah. year. We did the finale um, last year because there the was finale. a, there was a issue with, uh, nobody could make it that week too. So, uh, we jumped on with James Wallington, another good friend of ours. And, and, you know, so just, uh, for those of you, I know, I know, last uh season when we did the finale i remember seeing some comments like who are these people and uh well just so you know uh you know we 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 love the team that's on here uh it's just the holidays it's a little crazy with justin being out of the country i think it just messed things up too so so we're just filling in but but i can assure you that keaton and myself are very big um survivor fans uh those of you who heard last week's show i hope I proved that to you in some way and uh, yeah. I, I can't wait to hear you know what Keaton has to say about this week because it's two hours of TV where we're recapping uh, kind of like Ke- che- kind of like cream cheese was the name of the episode uh, from oh my home. gosh just,
2: <laughs> I, can I can we just talk about like cause they, had, they had so many damn hashtags this entire freaking oh episode. my god
0: when I saw I, that who? when I saw that cream cheese hashtag that was crazy but go ahead
2: <laughs> I am just and hashtag survivor sisters. Hashtag cream trees. Hashtag oh god. Like I mean, hashtag everything. And it's funny because on their tribe flag they have uh, hashtag Her- heropa. Yeah. Um. So and, and I from hearing stories from like you know people who were like when they were shooting and stuff. Uh. Um. Wes loves just hashtagging everything. So mm-hmm. it's kind of funny that this season has kind of become the hashtag survivor season more so than I think it's ever been used. Uh, on the show, well, they're they, they, they just they hashtag such random things, which <laughs> is what just makes me. I mean, I'm okay with it because it just makes me laugh at this point.
0: I think it started. <laughs> I feel like it started last season with Tony and Spy Shack. That was the first time I saw when hashtag I saw Spies. yeah when I saw hashtag Spy Shack. I'm like, really, but it ended up being a pretty smart idea. So I think they're just looking for any proper noun that's out of place that they can use for a hashtag. So I mean. Sometimes
2: they don't throw up the hashtag, I get a little, unlike uh, you guys, that would have been a perfect hashtag. I don't understand why you didn't hashtag that. Yeah. <laughs> I like I start talking at the TV. Oh,
0: really? I wonder, like, what What do you think should have been a hashtag? Oh,
2: gosh. Can you think well, of one? or i will go through it. I'll tell I'll, uh, okay. some of the things. Let's, I mean just especially with the fight that happened between John and Jacqueline. Oh God. Yeah. I mean, things, I mean, hashtag silent treatment, but there could have been so
0: many other <laughs> hashtags. Hashtag, hashtag, hashtag silent treatment on social media. I love that. It's so ironic in so many ways. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, let's get started with this episode. because There's a lot to cover. So, and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to take as long as we need to, but I thank you again for coming in Keaton. Cause I was starting to run out of breath last week and to do two hours today would have been a little crazy. Uh, anyway, so let's start out with, uh, Post the post tribal council from the week before in which Keith ruined uh, Reed's plan. I, I pretty much think Keith ruined uh, Reed's plan um, by uh, oh God, not going along with it and not going along with Reed when Reed was trying to play all dramatic and try and put the target on Keith and uh and Wes so that they can vote out John and Keith ruined that um natalie and Jacqueline. natalie really from what we saw was the one that was kind of like hey john you know play you should play the idol and john was like what i don't know what i'm doing uh (laughs) and then he and then when he puts the idol out he's like well i'm so glad i did that um so we get to see a little bit of that comedy routine uh on both sides really uh when they come back from tribal council read uh read pretty much telling keith you 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 know you gave up the plan. You shouldn't have, you yeah. should have gone with it. You should have been an actor like me, like a Broadway trained dancer type actor like me and gone with the plan. You know, Yeah. You know,
2: Keith has been, I think one of the, the star characters of this season. Um, he, you know, he, you, you had no idea he was going to be this good at challenges. He's the oldest guy left in the game. Um, and he just keeps holding on. And I just, he is, it's somewhat, I mean, sometimes I question, like, is he that clueless about the game? Mm. Like, I, I because he he does seem to be doing so well, and he has found hidden immunity idols, and it's it just I, I question, you know, okay, does this guy know the game, or was he getting all, you know, was West kind of helping him along the whole time? And it's just like the edit is how is how we're seeing it, because then it makes me feel bad that West got kicked out before yeah. Keith, because I'm like, oh man, if West was the one really playing, I wish he was still there. But Keith, you know we got we have to have a cut of a cut to Keith spitting at least four times an episode. West just so. to me West
0: just to me just seemed like he was going along for the ride that he's having a good time going along for the ride, not really aware of strategy. Uh I mean we saw that last week when he kinda got drunk at the um at the immunity challenge and was uh talking about Jeff Probst cooking naked on two and a half men and about his uh, oh, nugget yeah. eating competition. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we definitely got to see the wheels coming off of Wes uh last week. Uh you know, Keith has he Keith has been a little like I think he gets very defensive very easily, but he is playing. He's trying the best he can. And he has some I strategy. Know,
2: Bad for Reed. Like, I just, my heart broke for him. He, I mean, that was a great plan. It was so good. And I said last week. It was almost foolproof. Yeah. Until. Keith got paranoid in the middle of tribal council, yeah. and you're just like, oh, my
0: gosh. Well, I said last week, I said, if only if only Reed had a Broadway actor to, to act opposite on that scene. But uh, but in all fairness, too, I mean, look, if any of us were in the situation that Keith was in, that's a really scary situation. You're pretty much re- asking, you know, you're saying, hey, we're all going to vote for We're all going to say we're going to vote for you to kick you out. But don't play your idol. Yeah. <laughs> don't play yeah. your idol because you're not going home and you don't even have to use your idol. So I can also see Keith's side of it. I, I think for even somebody who has some more um, wits about them, than, I mean, not that Keith's not smart, but just some more like uh, strategy. You know the the intricacies of strategy. I think that's a really scary position to be in to really have a lot of trust and faith. And uh, so I totally I totally understand that too on his side. Um, but anyway, you know. But Keith seems to be in denial that he didn't give up the plan. That it was just you know. I know. He's what? I said. I know. He's, yeah. I mean,
2: it, again, it's just like I think that's just such part of Keith's charm. Like, I yeah. he Just he's.
0: But do he, you, he's you a think it's an act? Guy. But do you think it's but, an act?
2: Do I think it's an act? No, no. I think I think Keith is Keith is Keith, and Keith is not going to change for anybody. Yeah. Nor to be on TV, and I, I, you know, I love it when they cast people like that because I like when they cast. You know, they say mm-hmm. you know they cast the real people, and I think Keith is a hundred percent a real person, and that's why we connect so much with him, and you want to root for him, even though you know he he's such he's just such a character. Yeah,
0: I just. I, I gotta admit, I kinda like, a couple of weeks ago, I probably would have, would have been like, yeah, whatever, go. Especially, you know, when, when the whole thing was going down with the rice on, on his side of the tribe with Missy and, um, oh God, I'm forgetting his name right now, but you know, the other older gentleman, um, you know. Dale. Dale, that's right. Yeah, you know, I kinda was like, oh, whatever. And, and again, I mean, I, I was saying this last week, I just never saw Keith even playing his idol at all. Uh, you know, one thing I wanna bring up from last week too, before we go on, you know, I think it would have been really smart on keith's end and i don't know how you could play maybe you know more about this than i do you know either keith or west were going home once john played that idol and you saw keith uh, last week with his hand pretty much in his pocket ready to pull out the idol if uh john was going to play his so john goes out and plays his idol and then of course keith takes out his idol i almost was thinking afterwards and of course look in the heat of the moment i probably would never have thought this this is This is like quarterbacking like a day or two later, but I almost would have like just pulled the idol out, given like um, given like one hand you know one hand's worth of it to Wes, and just saw who got voted out and whoever didn't get voted out, just give the idol to the other person, keep the idol keep the idol, don't play it, and just give it to the other person as a gift.
2: The thing is, the thing is, if if Keith would have been the one voted, I mean, because Keith would have been the one to go, yeah. He would, he would not be able to then hand off the idol. To, yeah. To Wes. I, I, don't, I think, I don't think you're allowed to do that once you have been voted out.
0: Yeah, that's what, that's what um, I was thinking. But I would have been like, I was trying to think of an out, like, like literally just have both of them have their hands on the idol. So whoever goes home just lets go of the idol. But I guess, I guess they would have played that. Um, they would have said that wouldn't work. But yeah, I mean, still, that would have been a smart, I would have thought that would have been a smart play, but I guess that makes sense. Um, because we've never seen anything like that before. Anyway, so on the other side with the the five person alliance with the girls and John, uh, John seems to be in denial. At least it seems like it is when he's talking publicly with Natalie and Jackie. That uh, he he played the idol. Natalie and even his girlfriend Jackie are saying, "No, no, no, you didn't play the idol until until we brought it up." and uh this starts this starts the little argument between John and Jackie that continues throughout the show I think uh in the sense that you know Jackie and uh, Jacqueline and John go to uh, go to the side and John starts berating Jacqueline to not make him look bad in front of Natalie that it has to be his idea because especially you know people in a jury he wants them to think that he was the mastermind so, yeah
2: I mean I I love John and Jacqueline. Like, I, mean, I well, I have such a love hate relationship. I would say with them. Like sometimes it's just <laughs> like these people are. They're so funny. I I just really like that we still have two pairs on like on the season. Like we still have two full pairs in this blood versus water. Yeah. And I despise Missy and Baylor. <laughs> I don't know why, but they just annoy me so much especially Baylor. And Mm -hmm. I I think it's just probably because she's so young and it might just be her edit. So who knows? But like, I I just, I think John and Jacqueline just, they just seem so relatable. Like, I mean, you see them doing things on survivor. They've been on this Island for, you know, how many, 30 days now, I think. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I I see them like interacting in ways that I interact with my boyfriend and doing things. And I, I just, I love that they've kept that in. And I just, again, it's, it's like, I mean, I wouldn't call John and Jacqueline real like you know, real people or I don't know because like you know she's like the beauty queen and he's this football star. but uh, I do really, really enjoy them. And I think they're both real they're both players. They're mm. playing really hard. And I like that. I like when people come to play and they have had to play really hard this entire time. Everything will step of the way because they've been the middlemen. And so I, I think John has every right to be a little like, okay, hey, like we need to, we need to think ahead here yeah. not just think right now I think Which it's he smart kind of, he th- kind of becomes a hypocrite in this next in the next episode yeah. or later in this episode
0: Well, you know, he is I think it's a smart move. You want to look like the master in a way you kind of want to look like the mastermind at least in front of the jury. You want the jury to to assume that you're the one that's making all these moves, but at the same time, you know, it's going to piss he's pissing two people off at least in this in this, you know, in this case because he's taking the credit. When he absolutely was clueless with this whole thing. He would have been voted out if it wasn't for them. Um, I don't know if it's a smart move. I, I, honestly, I, I get it. And I mean, when him and Jacqueline are talking, you know, she's even telling him to stop acting like he's in charge. You know, it's really just the smallest little little thing to really argue about. But, uh, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it's a good strategy necessarily to take the credit because it just makes you look cocky and arrogant. Um, I think, I think you need to be gracious at times and be thankful, you know, especially, especially when it seems we know that Natalie's not really, um, on John's side, <laughs> but at least, you know, give her, give her a little respect for being smart enough to save you.
2: Yeah. I mean, and, and it's like, it's also just, it's kind of like, keeping your whole alliance happy is like not, you know, if, if you're in an alliance with five, you've made it this far, yeah. tensions are this high, mm-hmm. like just keep everybody happy because uh, like those are, that's, what's going to get you the votes in the jury at the end is people, you know, yeah. if, if you're like the one being like, you know, everybody, let's all get along and you know, but you're still helping with these big moves.
0: And if you're acting and I'm, I'm, I'm using air quotes here. If you're acting like you're smart, chances are, it means you're not smart. <laughs> yeah. So here he is trying to stage how smart he is. It, chances are he's not being smart in that moment, at least. Uh I mean, yeah. cause there are other moments of John's had. It seems like he has a, a little bit of a strategic mind. But yeah, he's not 100 percent there. Uh Let's move on. <laughs> let's move on to the reward challenge. This was interesting. I, I was a little disappointed last week when I saw the clip. Uh, for this week's. I actually thought it was going to be the one where they get to trash each other and say, who is the best at this? Who's the worst at that? It ended up being a little bit more of a trivia competition, you know, trying to figure out people, uh, you know, th- their personal lives. Uh, mm-hmm. So there are questions like, who else was a twin besides Natalie and Nadia? And uh, who owns and operates their tanning business, which I think everyone knew was Julie. Um, but the one good thing about this game is this is the game where you get to figure out who's in the top of the order, who's in the bottom of the order. 'Cause yeah. everyone's got those uh you know, it it's the one with you have the three chords and you, you whack on three chords and someone gets eliminated. So we know who you know, who they're going for first. And uh Yeah,
2: and and it definitely it, it puts risks. Like, you know, they have that tight alliance, so it's like the yeah. challenge like that is great for the producer to throw in because you know, then it's it's gonna start creating questions within that tight alliance. Exactly. The social like, well, why did you so- yeah, why did you whack mine before you whacked his? Yeah. Something like that. The
0: social dynamics of this is, is really, in my opinion, really, really awesome. I, I love, uh, seeing this. I would have liked to have seen, uh, you know, I really thought that the Reed Baylor fight was cause, you know, he called her lazy or something, but, um, but, but it, we'll get to that in a second. But what was interesting was from the start, pretty much, with Natalie, cause she was the first person up to, uh, to, to chop on somebody's, uh, cord uh from the from the first moment, she's asking John like what should we do? what should we do um, I mean, they all knew where to go first they were gonna go for Reed and then they were gonna go for Alex and and really the question was if if uh, if that frat boy alliance was gonna knock anybody out before they all got knocked out, which they didn't um so I mean that was interesting and then of course, uh, Jeff does an amazing move. I think it was brilliant uh, because all we heard was bickering from the Alliance of five as to okay, I'm gonna take. I'm going to knock yours out, and then you knock mine out, and then this person still has it. And it was just annoying. It was all this uber-crazy meta-strategy. Uh, and Jeff finally said, okay, look, this is pointless. It's all charade, you know, or charade. You're all just, you know, you're just, like, pretending to like each other. Who's going to win? <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, <laughs> and, and I appreciate it so much when Jeff does that. I mean, because, yeah. like, Jeff Probst has been an executive producer on the show mm-hmm. um, since, I think, what, season two. Two or maybe season three yeah. is when he got cut that title. I don't know, but um, you know, and, and even when when I when I worked on it, like it, it was so nice when Jeff just kind of Jeff just kind of takes the reins and and the producers trust him. Mm-hmm. Like you know, they don't question him; they just let him go because Jeff cares about this story. He cares about you know how this show is going to be so much that you know he doesn't want to waste people's time. Yeah. Like they have a huge crew out there, uh, like you know, waiting to film this and if they're all just sitting there bickering, Jeff's just like, I don't want to be a part of this. Like, that's just, come on, let's, let's, you know, cut the bullshit and let's, yeah. let's just get on with
0: it. I mean, you and, know- I, and I
2: love- is like that, because that's how he's like in Tribal, too. He's yeah. like a
0: no-bullshit guy. I mean, one of the advantages of doing this show on Thursday, as opposed to doing it right after watching it, like we do most of our AfterBuzz shows, is I always love going on EW and reading the Dalton Ross interview with, with propes. I don't read the recap, but I like reading the three questions that he always asks props, And he pretty much talked about this, and Propes was like, you know, at times like this, I just imagine what the audience is watching and i just wanted to save them the aggravation and he was as far as i'm concerned as an audience member i think he was 100% right cuz even though i i i have been rooting for this alliance although you know moments like this just annoy the hell out of me <laughs> and i you was you rooting for this alliance? i've been well i've been rooting for oh natalie God. i've been rooting for natalie yeah, okay, i
2: was going to say Sorry. Oh, i would root for natalie but that's
0: about it i'm rooting for natalie in the alliance and that's why i'm rooting for this alliance i'm not necessarily rooting for everybody in the in the alliance but even Natalie was annoying in this episode because here she is going, John, what should we do? And it was just, I, I mean, I get it on a strategy point, giving John his power. You know, he's already kind of has this illusion that he is, you know, leading the charge. But still, it was just annoying altogether. Um, so they give Missy, which I don't even get why. Didn't, you know, Missy... Went to the last reward, so I don't know why they decided to give it to Missy. They decided to, to hand Missy the reward challenge, and then John uh, automatically raises a hand, uh, goes to exile because again, you know, he he has moments of brilliance. He realizes that you know he gave away his idol last uh, tribal council. There were two idols that were given out, uh, given up, and he figures it's going to be a new one. So brilliant move on his part. Uh, of course, we know that Missy's going to take Baylor. So the big question, once Jeff, uh, you know, switches it up because they thought it was just going to be one person, who else gets to go, and one person gets to stay behind with the guys? What do you think? I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, obviously, but what do you think about Missy's uh, choice to choose Natalie over Jackie? Dumb. I mean, this is the thing.
2: Yeah. If you think about it, like if I would have been there. Even if I would have been Jacqueline, mm-hmm. like it's only I would have felt like it's only fair that she brought Natalie because Natalie has given up her reward I think twice now. Yeah, I think for different people mm-hmm. and and so I think it only like if if they were bickering about who's had the most rewards before Jeff ended it, you know, I, Natalie's had the least rewards I believe. Yeah, and so like. For Jacqueline to get all kind of, you know, her panties in a bunch because she didn't get picked, it's like Jacqueline, what were you expecting, really? Mm-hmm. But from a strategic standpoint on Missy's end, that was stupid. Yeah. That was so dumb because Natalie is so I again I, I, I love Jacqueline and I love John. I love watching them on the show. But like Natalie would not be swayed emotionally by those guys as much as Jacqueline would be. Yeah. And I mean and that's that's why I can't root for this alliance. And, and- so... Well, there, there's there's so much based on emotion rather than the game yeah. and it just it makes me so mad.
0: Well, I mean I, I agree with you. I mean I think it was a dumb move. I mean here you have you have one person that represents two votes because Jacqueline can sway John and you have one person that represents one vote. So you know especially if you know that Jacqueline has switched before John and Jacqueline have switched before, you want to keep them close. So yeah, I totally agree as far as I think it was the wrong choice to let Jacqueline stay behind. Um, you know, just because again, thinking that way, it's two, you know, it's two votes, you know, you're the, it's the only other couple on, uh, in this game right now, you might as well keep the couples close. Cause the last thing you want to do is have them try and pick apart the couples. So I think it would have been, a, uh, I agree. It, it should have been a smart move. I get, you know, I, I think it's just a misstep on Missy trying to take care of her daughter and take care of, uh, Natalie and, you know, but, I, I totally agree with you. Uh, one thing also before all this goes down, before, um, John goes to exile and all this is, uh, a little bit of an interaction, uh, between Reed and Baylor. Uh, I guess Reed just frustrated, just like I think the rest of us, because it was such a lame, it really was a lame, um, Way to play the game, uh, that reward challenge. And Reed, uh, Reed pretty much is saying something like he has 10 horses. He doesn't care about this, uh, this reward challenge of going on horseback. So he has 10 horses. Uh, Baylor says something to him and then he calls Baylor a brat. Uh, which is, you know, look, it's CBS. It's eight o'clock. It's nothing terrible. She's a brat. She's in her early 20s and yeah, she's acting a little, you know little well, brat, I mean,
2: Baylor's kind of been a brat this entire yeah. season. Yeah,
0: but it's not and even made, that bad. I mean, bad. But Again,
2: she's the, yeah, she's the youngest one there. Yeah. like You get it. But the comment Reed made first was just straight up bitchy. But, <laughs> like, come on, Reed. Like, I mean, I understand he's frustrated. Yeah. I understand, like, you know, you feel like you can't get out of kind of this situation. He has no hope. But, like don't make stupid comments like that no. just to get under their skin. And like, he realizes I mean, it, too. He's a smarter game player than
0: that. Yeah, he, he totally realized he, what he did, too. He realized he was definitely putting another nail in his coffin. But, uh, but what I thought was just as bad, personally, it was just Missy going to uh, Baylor's defense. You know, that was my point. You know, it's it's not even that terrible a comment. I mean, yeah, I get it. You're, you're the mom and everything, but it's, it's, it's still, I think it, she was just being a little, she's a little overprotective. I, I don't think it really looks good uh for that couple uh obviously you don't you don't like them (laughs) and you could see that you know even saw i think keith when keith and uh and they they were going at it in the competition in that competition just the look on their faces as they were you know chopping each other's wire um yeah they're not that well liked and and stuff that missy does like that trying to, to protect her daughter uh doesn't make them look much better it just makes them look both bad in my opinion
2: Well, I mean, even if Missy or Baylor get to the end, I don't think either of them have a, I mean, I mean, unless it's a final two and they get to the final two, there's no chance that there's a third person from Carolina that's in there that either of them would win. Yeah. Not a chance.
0: Well, Natalie knows that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and look, there better be a three per, I mean, for a game like this, I'm assuming the producers are thinking we got to put a three game, uh, a three person final tribal council because just in case, just in case a duo goes up there, it would just be too weird. Um, but yeah, absolutely. So anyway, so let's move. Let's move past that I, again. You know, I think Reed realizes error. I personally, you know, stuff like that just annoys me about Missy being overprotective about her daughter. I mean, look, if if you're really going to be overprotective about your daughter, maybe you shouldn't have your daughter on national TV because I'm I'm sure the stuff that she's been hearing about Baylor that people talk about has not been much nicer than what Reed said to her. Uh, <laughs> so really quickly, Exile Island. John goes to Exile Island smartly. Thinks there's going to be an idol at play. Uh, I remember a couple of weeks ago I was engineering the show here with Ryan Hooks and, uh, and Justin were talking about how easy they th- thought it was to find that clue. You think that clue was easy that John found last night?
2: Yes. I mean, Well, this is the thing. I mean, we, they just cut – we don't see the whole searching. We don't see, yeah. like, everything that, you know, leading up to them finding these idols. So, like, a lot of times watching it on TV, you're like, oh, my God, that was so easy. The producers basically put it out there like, for them to find – no, like these things are hidden, you know, I I don't I I don't think it was too easy to find. I mean, before, no. I think it was edited that way, but I don't think it it was too easy to find.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I I agree it's the editing. Who knows how long he was out there for? He was definitely determined, that's for sure. He was determined to find an idol. Uh this is, you know, as he said, this is like the weakest he's felt uh, you know, in a while. So he wasn't like in charge of the, uh, you know, he wasn't the swing vote last week and he almost got voted out if he didn't play his idols. So he, he definitely needed some insurance the way people have been, uh, looking at them and possibly acting at them. I was really bummed to see him find the idol personally. I'm sure, I'm, I'm guessing you were too. I don't know, but, uh, I was kind of bummed. Uh, I mean, it's great when they have idols, but you know, obviously it, it seems like we're teasing that he's going to get voted out sooner or later. So when I saw that, I was like, well, he's probably going to be safe for a while longer. So. Yeah.
2: Again, they it, it's such a routine now, like, people know, like, finding the idols and playing the idols. Like, yeah. I'm fine that John has it, just because I think the fact that he has it's going to make it more interesting. Yeah. Just because... When, but it also when brings somebody back... somebody who hasn't played it, like, yeah. very intelligently before, I mean... And then he goes and tells Natalie immediately that he has it. It's like, oh my god! So now, basically, <laughs> Natalie has two idols. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I mean, the thing about him finding the idol, I think that just annoys me more than anything. Is it just it starts to bring back Cocky John a little bit, <laughs> you know, where he thinks he's uh, he's got everything under control again. So we see bits and pieces of that. Anyway, uh, you know, we see uh, you know with the tribe, that, the the part of the team that went back home, which was uh, Jacqueline and the girls. We definitely see Reed uh, playing. on on the paranoia, and uh, one thing that I thought was really interesting was Alec and flirting with Jacqueline, saying that you know they were talking about the girls. Jacqueline's asking about Baylor, Alex like not interested in any of the girls except for her. Um, yeah, pretty bad play, I would say, especially you know in front of the other guys uh, to see well, that flirting. I don't think, Al- I
2: honestly, I don't think Alec is smart enough to. To do that intentionally yeah I think that Alec Alec has like been a lost little puppy dog and it's only gotten worse and worse mm-hmm. the past couple like weeks or days if you're thinking uh, real time of what they're experiencing there and so I you know maybe a little bit was intentional because Alex literally as he said he has nobody else to talk to yeah. like and you know Jacqueline didn't have John like you know they weren't attached at the hip so it was somebody that he could actually talk to. And wasn't going to be like judged by like Baylor or Missy or Natalie for talking to her because they weren't there. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I don't think Alec has much game left in him, if (laughs) any. So I don't think it was like an intentional like flirt. Let me see what I can do. No, I guess not.
0: And it's funny because even said
2: Baylor was more intentional than the thing with Jacqueline.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's funny because even he said, I think later on, uh, in that episode, he says, look, if I was going to be flirting with a girl, you would know about it and I'd probably get her. Uh, there's that little bravado that he had as his, with his brother. Oh god. Do um, you remember
2: him and his brother's like, as like free game interviews? I was like, thank god his brother got kicked out so early, cause lord. <laughs> 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 they're, they're about too much. <laughs>
0: but it's, it's also just hilarious to see the difference between the last time John was on Exile Island and the guys were ignoring Jacqueline and now where they're all paying attention to her and Alex flirting with her before he barely knew her name, you know, and, and, it, you know, Jacqueline, even though she's paranoid, I think she's at least aware of the difference of what's going on, how much they need them. Uh, and, and the girls even know that they have some work to do with Jacqueline because they, they, even though Missy chose wrongly, she knows, uh, that she probably started something with Jacqueline and, and that Jacqueline, they even know Jacqueline's easily swayable, which I think, again, dumb move on Missy's part, then don't bring Natalie, bring Jacqueline. Um, anyway, everyone comes back, uh, you know, uh, post reward, except for John, I guess, and, uh, I'm looking through my notes right here, and you know, even the girls are noticing Alex flirting with Jackie. So I think it's just causing more and more problems. Um, Let's move on to the reward challenge, actually, because uh, you mean oh.
2: immunity?
0: I'm sorry, the immunity challenge. I wrote reward, but I meant immunity. Oh, actually, you know what? I just bring it up. Cream cheese. Alec. This is where Alec mentions cream cheese. Uh, oh God. <laughs> he he refers to Jacqueline as cream cheese. It's like cream cheese. It's a smart move to make her as comfortable as she can. And that's when we saw that great hashtag. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, I, it's because it, that was the title of of the episode too. Yeah, and it's kind of fun. I don't. I've done this for the past couple of seasons. My boyfriend and I, before we sit down and watch the episode, mm. we look at the title and then we try to guess which contestant said that. Yeah. So and then it's like, it's like a game, like we bet on it. And so I don't know if anybody else does that, but I had no idea that would come out of Alex's mouth. Oh yeah. So I thought maybe maybe Keith. I don't know, cause they, they, they rarely have interviews with Alec in them anyway. So yeah. Was
0: like, that was a little sexist, I would say, that comment. I mean, I, I get oh, it, yeah. but that was, that was a little, that was a tiny bit sexist. That was another reason why I think I was shocked at the hashtag. Just cause it was kind of a lame, it was a kind of a stupid comment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so let's go to the immunity challenge. Uh, John returns, he kisses Jackie on the cheek, he's all dirty, that's a, uh, you know get to see a little bit of the PBA. Uh, Reed gives his necklace back. And uh, so this challenge is an interesting challenge. Uh, so far, I think all of the – correct me if I'm wrong. I think with the exception of one immunity challenge since they've done the merge, they've all been pretty much like some sort of skill, endurance, patience involved. And this one seems to be endurance in a way. Uh, not as bad as last week, but you know they're balancing uh, an oversized paddle on a stand, and they get to roll these balls down the center lane of the paddle where there are some indentations, and the idea is to roll it slow enough that you can catch the ball in those indentations, and you have to get six of those balls stuck on the paddle on on the paddle without any of them falling. Uh, I think that's the best yeah. way to explain it, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, that, that's. Yeah, that's. I mean. When I they, this is the second time they've done this challenge, I yeah. believe, and the first time they did it was in the Philippines, and I was on the dream team when they did that, so I got oh, to wow. play this challenge. Okay. And the only thing that they had different, they changed, they they put like a kind of a a, a hill, as uh, you roll the ball down. Like originally, it was just all flat. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that hill kind of made it a little bit more difficult to control the ball because it gave it more speed um, as it kind of came onto the big paddle. Yeah. And it, it, it's not an easy. It's not an easy game to play. I mean, some people were just so good at it and could get it, like, so quickly. But other people, I mean, it just, it was so, so hard. I was not medium at it, but it it takes so much focus. And, like, when you're that hungry and that exhausted. This is 29 days, I think. Little carnival games like that that are, like, I love as immunity challenges.
0: Yeah. No, absolutely. I think it was like 29 days in. So that was an interesting one. And so we notice that the two people who stand out really in this challenge are John and Keith. Uh, John, John takes the early lead, but eventually Keith and him are neck and neck. And then, uh, Keith ends up, John ends up dropping the fifth ball, uh, I believe out of, out of all of them. And then Keith goes ahead and wins. Um, you know, my thoughts on that is, I mean, you know, look, you're playing the game. You don't know really who's in danger and anyone could be in danger. But probably for, for anyone's plans, I mean, the last person that should be getting immunity is Keith. Keith is probably the safest one because, uh, you know, the girls and John want Reed out. And, uh, you know, Reed and, and the frat boys really want to take John out. And if not John, then they'd probably take out Missy or Natalie. So, uh, Keith, you know, Keith was pretty much safe. If anything, um, and we see this later on, it just puts a little bit more of a target on his back. This, this really nice country boy who, who (laughs) plays things straight to the vest and, uh, sometimes to a fault. Uh, what do you think?
2: Um, I don't, I mean, I think that, uh, it was probably, I mean, yeah, I mean, it would read, it would read challenge to lose. And I just, I, I mean, to, he really should have won it and he would have been safe, but yeah. um, he didn't. And so he's, you know, he's done. Like, I think it was, it wasn't a, I don't know. I don't really know how I feel. About okay.
0: That. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm just uh you know, it just, it's just, uh, something I noticed. I mean, look, I guess when they're playing, they don't realize who really needs it more than others. They're all thinking they need it equally. But, uh, for me, it was just, it just made everything else anticlimactic. It just seemed like it, it pretty much sealed Reed's fate for sure. That's for sure. Um,
2: oh yeah. yeah. I mean, absolutely. Like, yeah.
0: Plus, this is Keith's absolutely. second immunity. This is, this is the second time Keith has won. He's proven himself to be very, very capable in these challenges. He lasted pretty deep, uh, last week. Uh, yeah. So uh, you know, it now it's it, it puts a little bit of a of a, a mark on him as we see, obviously. It makes him look like more of a threat. Uh so let's talk about this. Oh boy, this was the best and worst thing about this this first hour of Survivor. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag
2: silent treatment? <laughs> yeah,
0: hashtag silent treatment. So we get to see a little a little domestic fight, a little domestic argument between Jackie and John. John wants a couple of minutes just to just to talk after being stuck at Exile Island for two days. Jackie just wants to talk about how she was slighted by not going to the reward challenge and, you know, what the guys were telling her and they should go with the guys now. And, you know, John pretty much tells her to... You know, I, I, I I don't know if he specifically said shut up, but I think, I think that's what Jackie assumed and Jackie didn't want to talk to him. And here comes Reed trying to make nice in the middle of this.
2: (laughs) I, I I feel so bad. I mean, this (laughs)
0: is
2: the fight that, that killed Reed's game. Like literally, he he, could, I feel, I honestly feel like he could have had a chance. To, to sway them mm-hmm. if this little bicker bickerman or whatever like did not happen yeah um and it, it makes me kind of sad but also I'm like hey that's what happens in blood versus water when you have a loved one playing with you because, uh, uh, yeah you know that's what you're you're dealing with
0: see John, John and Jackie look John and Jacqueline they, they uh, they've annoyed me most of the time there are times I do like them but I mean this episode in particular I was kind of grateful to see um them split up after the reward challenge with John and Exile and Jacqueline again, uh, by herself with the guys, because, you know, the last couple of weeks in the Rewards Challenge, they've been playing together when they won, when they when they lost two uh, a couple of weeks ago, and Jeremy and Natalie gave up their slots, their spots, they gave up their spots for both of them, so it's just a lot of PDA, so it gets, this This is probably the bad side of, of Blood versus Water, <laughs> seeing this PDA. Yeah, the PDA does get old. I, I really think that they're not playing smart when it comes to PDA, but no one has been, you know, on top of their game enough to really, you know, eliminate one of them yet, you know, um, which has just made this uh, PDA thing fest uh more and more annoying uh in my opinion and here's you know on one hand yay they're fighting on the other hand great that means more screen time and great you know a good player like reed who's hustling and trying to figure out a way is getting shut out uh because he can't talk to these people because even though jacqueline wants to side with reed she's obviously so selfish that she just wants to stay you know pissed off at john and not talk to john um, because look, we even saw John wink at Reed. Hashtag wink wink, if I remember correctly. Um, oh my
2: God, that has <laughs> another great hashtag.
0: Yeah, hashtag wink wink. Um, and yeah, which
2: it- confused me because then I was like, Oh my God, maybe Reed does have a chance. Maybe this is going to work. But I know. Then again, it's, as John said, Jackie didn't see him winking. Like wink wink at him, or I, I, so
0: it was just. It was a mess. It's it's so it was such a mess and I think that was probably the wink wink I I get I get it that John was probably trying to say I'm keeping my options open we'll talk later but it was probably the worst thing you can do to Reed because you were giving Reed a false hope <laughs> based on the fact that Jackie and John had to be on the same page and they weren't having it Jacqueline finally walked up to John, I think, hours and hours late. I mean, they had that cut five hours later and she's still doing the silent treatment, but it seemed like before tribal council, she actually finally walked up to John to start talking to him while he was laying down, and then he didn't want to talk to her. So <laughs> it was just like, oh my God, this is such high school. It was so. It was,
2: yes. Holy. It was very much.
0: Yeah, so. I'm... Yeah, go ahead. It
2: was very much high school, but I, again, it's like <sighs> stuff like that that. Makes, I mean, I was laughing, I was laughing this, this entire second half of this episode, just cause it was just cracking me up. Like, just like the back and forth between the two, and I think it would have been so funny to watch it with those two and how stupid they must feel about kind of how that all went down. I almost,
0: um, I almost wish Propes like walked in and goes, okay guys, look, look, we know what's gonna happen. Okay, who do you want out? Okay, let's just do it, because yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see this bickering. I, I want it to be like the reward challenge. Probably should just walk in the middle of certain things when they're just really sucking and go, okay, look, you know what, let's just cut to chase. <laughs> As an audience, I was just getting annoyed by it. It was just making them more and more annoying to me. Um, all right, so uh, we'll move to tribal council. We we pretty much don't know where John and Jackie are going to go uh, when tribal council starts. We only can assume they're staying with Natalie's group. Um, and they talk a little bit about their public argument. You know, Reed talks about that. Um, any notes? I'm trying to, I'm trying to look through my notes here on tribal. I wrote a lot of stuff, but I think it was just a lot about the Reed, Missy, uh, Baylor fight about Brat being a Brat and then, uh, and then the John and Jacqueline fight. I think that's about it. So, really Yeah,
2: that's I mean, that's all we really had for this first hour. Yeah. I feel like maybe that's why they gave us 2 hours this
0: week. Yeah. So, that's it pretty much. We see, you know, the one interesting note is it's a landslide. Everybody voted for Reed, including uh Alec and uh Keith. So, uh very interesting. It's always interesting to see why people think that way because you figure that the alliance of 5 I I guess they they're hoping for a crack in the alliance and they figure at least by voting along with them that maybe a crack will eventually they materialize. Seem, yeah, somewhat loyal. Yeah, so I mean that's the only thing I, I can see. Um, you know, before we go on to the second hour, let me let me plug iTunes here. Uh, because you and I both, we don't usually do Survivor, <laughs> but No, we, don't. we do lots of other awesome shows here. If you are um, subscribed to uh, Survivor on AfterBuzz on iTunes, and thank you very much. We'd love for you guys to rate and comment. Uh, I know that it's probably uh, you, you're disappointed, perhaps not seeing the regular panel here, uh, but you know we still strive to do the best show that we can with whoever is here. Uh, we'd love to hear from you uh, again. You know we'll talk about our shows, other shows that we do uh, on After at the end of this. Uh you can welcome to also subscribe to those or give us five stars or whatever on those too. We really appreciate you. Um yeah. So uh, and that's it. And it helps us all out. It helps us get more guests on the show and really, you know, it also, you know, it makes us feel good. You give us five stars, it makes us feel good. And then and then we come in and do a great show. right i think so anyway yeah uh, just
2: it's a holiday season it's it's time to make people feel good
0: make us feel good give us five stars uh even though it's not my show give make make justin happy give it five stars if you can or or tell him give him some constructive feedback i don't know whatever it is uh you know one thing i neglected to say since we're on live uh and i'm talking to you uh you're welcome to tweet at us uh let's see uh, and uh, you can tweet at me at Nandovel, N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L. And you can uh, tweet to Keaton at K-E-E-T-I-N-M-A-R-C-H-I. If you have any, uh, any questions you want to talk, because we definitely have a little bit of time here and it's just you and me, you on the phone. So definitely opening that up if you're, uh, if you're available. Uh, we're going to wrap this up, uh, in about a half hour, a little bit less. <laughs> so let's get this one going right now. Let's talk about the second hour. So post tribal, we see John and Jackie make up. Uh, we also, yeah, we also, uh, see, uh, you know, this is where Alex starts talking, uh, I, I think in the confessional about everyone thinking he's a big flirt. If I want, I wrote down, if I wanted to flirt with any of these girls, I would seeing all these loved ones together hurts. Yeah. This is where Alex starts to feel like, like we start to see a little vulnerable side of Alec, which which was interesting. Um, he's definitely yeah for such a pretty boy, he's definitely got a little bit of a soft side to him that we see a little bit here. Um, and then uh, yeah, I mean, let's see what else we got here. I think that's pretty much it. Post, let's just get into the reward challenges. Just move. A, uh, let's just move ahead here uh, regarding that. Uh, so the...
2: oh, can I just make a comment about the weird thing Baylor said? about how her relationship with Alec is sometimes like brother sister and then sometimes like boyfriend girlfriend Yeah, sure. I was like I was like what? Mm. That, like really again, it just it kind of was just like Baylor, why do you say dumb things? Like and it was weird, and I I don't know like when has it ever been like a boyfriend girlfriend thing? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe well,
0: she's young. You know what? She's probably at that age where she's just starting to like boys. You know, <laughs> you're like I don't like you, but you really do type thing. I don't know. I, it's hard to describe <laughs> with what she might be thinking, but uh, <laughs> it, it does kind of have that little that little feeling like oh you guys really like each other, you know? And and of course they'd both say no we don't. Um, but definitely Alec does seem like he has a little more experience than, than Baylor, that's for sure. So I think, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, uh, that's something to note. You know, one thing I wrote here, at least at that time, uh, after watching that before the Roar Challenge, I just wrote that, you know, John, John back in the driver's seat, four against, uh, four against the three, if he goes with, uh, Keith and Alec, um, and Keith and Alec are, are are too desperate to care about, you know, to care about John and Jacqueline, uh, you know, as a two-person vote, as opposed to, you know, Natalie, who's thinking ahead and thinking i got to split them up. Um, at least that's what I wrote. Anyway, let's talk about the reward challenge. Reward challenge, it's another one of those challenges where it takes a lot of skill, a lot of concentration, focus. Uh, they stand on a small block. It, it looked like they can only stand with one foot. Uh, while stabilizing a ball against this, uh, I don't know some kind of like uh, object that, like a football with two handles in the middle. It looked like um, that looked
2: hard. Yeah, that was like a fool, like a fool, like two round objects that you had to kind of only put a certain amount of pressure against each of them, so neither of them would like push the other one to roll. Yeah, and just uh, to stand on only one foot, like that looked that one looked really hard. That looked
0: a bit painful. Like, and uh you know I mean it looked really what looked really awesome was seeing John struggle through that whole thing I think I think that was the most captivating part um just seeing John cuz it looked like that ball was going to fall out so you know like it, it looked like it was just on the edge of falling out and I don't know how you can recover with that weird object you're using to hold the ball but he managed to bring it back in the center and I actually thought that was the most amazing amazing thing about that about that challenge Yeah
2: no I yeah, John, gosh, I mean, he's like a cat. He's got so many lives. <laughs> and in that challenge he did, like, I I just was waiting for him. I'm sure everybody was just, like, waiting for him to, like, lose it. And, like, at the very beginning of the challenge, too, John was so complex. Like, he was like, I'm I winning want this. this. He, he, I have to win this challenge. I want the bed. So I was expecting it to be kind of this almost like, like, he almost was going to lose and then he was going to win. Like, he was going to save himself twice yeah. and, that would be a storyline that would play out with the challenge. But no, I mean, it was freaking Natalie yeah. pulls the one out. I, I, she, I thought... is, she, is aw- she is like a beast. Like, she is so awesome. at. I think she, I didn't really see her as a threat in the beginning. But gosh, during these individual immunity challenges, if you go back and look, Natalie, if she didn't win it, she's always been close.
0: Yeah. Well, last week, I mean, look at last week's immunity challenge, you know, I mean, when she stayed on for three hours in that endurance uh, marathon against Reed and she ended up getting yeah. food out of it. You know, she ended up at least negotiating for some food to, to jump off, you know, oh, got, she got
2: exactly what she wanted. She, she got, basically got to place play her order. With the with the survival producers, this is what I want to eat, and then
0: I'll end this. I think if you looked, I think if you looked at the tribe post-merge before Jeremy and Josh got and and Julie, of course, left. You know, and you looked at this group and you tried to figure out who would be the biggest uh, challenge beasts. Keith and Natalie would not be the two people that you'd be thinking. I mean, you know, there's a couple others you wouldn't be thinking of either, but they would probably be the ones you wouldn't think of. You would think of Jeremy, you, you might think of Reed, uh, definitely, or Josh, but yeah, it's a very interesting duo that they've done. Anyway, so uh, so Natalie wins, and of course, Natalie, you know, smart move, gets Jacqueline to join her on the bed to get the spaghetti, to get the Italian food, the dessert, and, uh, you know, what kind of, I, I was. my heart sank when Jeff said, you can get one more person. <laughs> and
2: can, can, I would have never, I mean, I understand why she did it, I think it's so smart, but Come on, like really, you're gonna you're gonna be play third wheel and yeah. bring John onto the bed with you and Jacqueline. like yeah. no. Well, oh, my God, you're just setting yourself up for a miserable experience.
0: I, she was, but again, she's playing the game. shes she knows she knows that she has to sacrifice herself at times, and I think that was it, that was obviously a sacrifice. One thing I thought was interesting though was you know I, I guess maybe it's in the edit, but Missy and Baylor look kind of pissed off that Natalie didn't bring any of them on. Like, I think Missy would have loved it if, if Natalie brought Baylor in there to make it a girls thing. But, uh, but they looked pretty ticked off considering the fact that Missy had that power last week and pissed Jacqueline off. And here Natalie is trying to repair this alliance of five and make sure John and Jacqueline feel comfortable. Um, I thought that was a little interesting. So.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I a lot of times I feel like that's in the editing. Like, I don't know if, if, if they would be that pissed. Like, they, Especially with how close Baylor and Natalie are, yeah. I feel like they know like that every they play all these um, all, all these rewards. They play them as strategy, and I think especially after what happened in the, like the previous reward, I can't imagine them being that angry. I mean, obviously, yeah, everybody wants freaking pasta, yeah, and everybody wants an excuse to pout sometimes <laughs> because everybody is miserable. So. Maybe they just use that as an excuse to pout and not feel bad about pouting because well, they're playing survival. Yeah,
0: I guess it was a non-issue. Obviously we saw at the end they didn't really go against the alliance, but still, I mean even Jackie, Jacqueline, uh, when they were in bed I think said she was a little concerned about Missy because they got left out and they were walking, they were walking away with Keith while, uh, John, Jacqueline and, and, uh, Natalie were enjoying the bed and the food. So, you know. For for Jacqueline, you're damned if you win, or if you get you get to go to the reward, and you're damned if you don't. You're always going to get be paranoid. Um, I mean, the good thing for Natalie, and you're going
2: to get a wine lesson from John. If oh you bring him up. God, yeah, <laughs> Natalie,
0: Natalie had to put up with a lot. And, and, you know, look, Natalie even said in the confessional, John, trust me more now. This is all part of my plan to get rid of him. But man, oh man. Yeah. It, John was getting a little cocky and a little snooty. He, he definitely brought, he, I, I think this is when he actually told Natalie about the idol. Um, but you know, definitely getting a little, a little snooty talking about the wine. Natalie just getting a little sick of it. Um, putting up with a lot. Luckily, we didn't get to see too much PDA considering John and Jacqueline are on a comfy bed. Uh, <laughs> so at least that's good. Um, so, uh and, and the next day, you know, Natalie even says, it was the worst experience of my life. John is so fake. He's banking on the million dollars. It's not about the game for them. It's about the money. And he keeps talking about, you know, I think she was saying how he thinks he has Missy wrapped around his finger. And, of course, Jacqueline. And, yeah. So, John, Okay, I think it's, it's stupid for John to be
2: as cocky as he is, especially with... I think he just gets a little comfortable when him and Jacqueline are in situations and somebody else might just be sitting there. Cause I'm like, when you're with your significant other, you just, you kind of, you just talk out your butt because you, you're so comfortable and you know they don't judge you and you don't really think about what you're saying where, you know, so I, I don't, I think that's dumb mm-hmm. that he was saying that stuff. But then again, I mean, I feel bad that like Natalie is, was so pissy at, at John because it's like, I think the stuff with his dad is very genuine. I don't think that...
0: Well, let's save that, that for know, Tribal. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't get to see much about the dad thing, hear much about it till Tribal. Let's, uh, we'll get to that in a sec. But yeah, I definitely want to bring that up. Cause, cause we only saw, you're, you're right. I mean, we only get to see the edit, the one side, which is John talking about, he's like swirling the wine and acting kind of <laughs> like sniffing it and talking about like very snooty type things that you would hear from a wine connoisseur. And, uh... But
2: this is the other thing though yeah everybody plays survivor for the frickin' money like
0: don't
2: <laughs> don't be angry at somebody for wanting to win because of the money well don't like, forget on, don't Natalie.
0: forget that Natalie has been on amazing race twice <laughs> so yeah, if anyone's I
2: think that's a little hypocritical right? yeah if
0: anyone's being a reality slut right now it's Natalie so uh for her to get all judgmental on uh John about that yeah that that is kind of hello pot I'm kettle uh absolutely <laughs> no i totally agree with you on that so uh let's go to the reward challenge uh the reward in challenge. Unity. i'm sorry why do i write reward <laughs> on this twice thank for you for saying immunity second time second hour second time that's where my mind was at i just want rewards that's all i want anyway uh well first of all alec was on Mu- exile island he got sent on exile island after that uh challenge nothing so i guess there's only one idol in play i read on uh ew uh, yeah the producers decided just to play one idol again instead of two uh, so he returns we did see no screen time for him other than the fact that he's he's been really pissed off uh, for losing challenges because he sucks at challenges um, yeah absolutely so ropes uh, talking to the gang about being all depleted and everything and uh, we get to see we get to see this challenge where the gang are each holding on to a rope which is uh, holding on to this platform and they get to Go back and forth and put uh, blocks on it. Um, and
2: this, this is another repeat challenge.
0: Yeah. This looks familiar to me. Um, so just to, just to go through it really quick. It's John and Keith once again, head to head, second hour, second time. And this time though, a different result. John wins, which obviously sucks for Natalie. Uh, Her plan to get rid of John this week falls through. They got to come up with a plan B. Um, so here's 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 what I want to talk about. So I want your thoughts on this. So you got John. Look, Jacqueline seems to be a nice girl, at least when, when John's not around. She seems to be a little more bearable if she's not paranoid. But, you know, you know by getting John out, you're going to piss Jacqueline off anyway. So is the play really to go for Keith or Alec, or is the play to get everyone against Jacqueline and this gives John less power? If you're Natalie, what would you do? 'Cause this confused me. I, I actually thought I, I actually thought they would have possibly made their move and gotten rid of Jacqueline.
2: Yeah, I mean I would have thought that would have been the smarter move is to get rid of Jacqueline because then they have num- they still have the numbers to get rid of John. Yeah. Um and also like you still have Keith to help you win um challenges.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So yeah i would have i would have thought that would have been the the smartest move especially because i mean jacqueline's better in in immunity challenges than um than like any of like those guys i mean not better than keith but better than like alex so you know get rid of her Mm -hmm. so i don't know i i wish natalie would have stuck to her you know somewhat of the plan and you know i think that would have been a big move on her end to just be like okay screw it i couldn't get john out let's get jacqueline out because i think that would have That would really hurt John to a point where I think he would struggle even more in the challenges and stuff without having her there.
0: Especially with Keith there. Nat- I mean, Keith and Natalie both play really hard as well. So yeah, it would have definitely I think I think now would have been the move to start taking the legs from under John. Uh, but instead, what the group decided to do, the Alliance of Five, they decided to split the votes between Keith and Alec just in case uh, the two of them, you know, one of the two of them have an idol. After all, Alec just came back from exile, so it's completely possible there was another idol in play. Um, So they split the votes. And according to the grouping, Natalie is going to vote for Keith. She's going to be one of the three voting for Keith. That'll get Keith kicked out. But Natalie, of course, thinks, no, let's vote for Alec because I can I can work with Keith. Keith's stronger in the immunity challenges. It's a better, you know, this way, at least John has less of a chance of winning, which which is kind of a smart move. But Natalie's big fear is pissing John off. And here's here's another moment when Natalie, who seems to be the smartest person player in the game and, and seems to be, you know, have her wits about her first hour. We saw her at the reward challenge asking John what to do. And now here she is concerned about John. Um, what do you think? I mean, I think I, I, I get it. We saw at the end of the episode what happened and we saw John like with this surprised look kind of a little pissed off. But do you think it's a non-issue, really? I, I just feel like maybe she's she's giving John too much credit by not pissing him off.
2: Well, sometimes I think Natalie's a lot of talk, and she's not a lot of action, yeah. unfortunately. And she kind of makes excuses for not being a lot of action. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, I think a little bit. I, I think this is gonna. This might. I think this was dumb. I think this could be. This could be Natalie's big mistake.
0: Yeah. So, you mean, you mean, yeah, this, big mistake.
2: this could be Natalie's million-dollar mistake.
0: Big mistake in, in what sense? Big mistake that she voted to keep Keith in, or big mistake that she didn't try and take like someone like Jacqueline out, or, or, or what?
2: That if she... Yeah, I mean, voting out Alec was just stupid. It was a, wa- it was a, a waste of a, a tribal, honestly. Okay. Alec is useless. Like, yeah. he's not going to do anything. He's not going to win challenges. He'll do... He'll vote with whoever you know, you tell him to vote with, like, you know, I thought uh, they were almost making me feel like he would potentially quit in this episode when yeah. he were talking about like how like, you know, miserable he was and alone he was. And so it just, you know, if, if you're not going to, if you're going to keep Keith, get rid of Jacqueline, yeah. like, come on, because you're already going to put red flags up in John's head if you don't, you know, fix the plan.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you, you're right. If you're going to piss John off, might as well just go, you know go for the person that's going to do him the most damage instead of this this small move. I think it is a small move, especially because we saw Alec flirting, <laughs> now flirting with Baylor a little bit to stay in the game, and we heard him say he's going to do anything to stay in the game. So we saw him get a little vulnerable with with Baylor, and uh, and you know Baylor obviously it, it was interesting. Baylor wanted to keep Alec. I think, because they had that little connection and because she secretly likes him, it seems like. And Natalie wanted to keep Keith because she felt Keith would be the best, at least for immunity challenges, the best chance to keep John away from winning immunity again. Um, but yeah, again, I, I I think it was a lot of energy spent uh, for a very, like, I don't know, 50-50 vote. I don't think it did much damage in the end, uh, other than the fact now that John and Missy, Felt that someone betrayed the plan, and they're they're going to start questioning Natalie. So it kind of puts a little bit of a target on Natalie, especially if she built after she built all that trust with John. Don't you think?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they built this episode around like Natalie kind of warring John in, and now she's she's just wasted all of that work she did.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Huh. So anyway, yeah. so uh, we'll race through uh, this tribal council because there's been a lot that we talked about here. Uh, well, the one thing I want to talk about, because I did I did table it. So as they're talking about, um, as Probst is talking about the reward challenge and the food, John starts talking about wine again. So uh, I'll be honest, for a split second, my eyes rolled into my head. I'm like, oh, God, here comes the wine. But then when he started to go more in depth about his dad, um and about you know his dad suffering from brain cancer that was a very speaking of vulnerability alex showed some vulnerability with baylor but this trumps anything Alec did i mean it was really really sad it was touching um you know just hearing about his father and and the fact that he regrets regrets all this stuff i mean do you think here's here's my question i hate saying this i hate saying this But do you think because he was in front of the jury, based on what he said the last hour, do you think part of it was just a little, a little extra cheese, a little extra cream cheese?
2: I, I don't because I, I, I I don't think it was. I think I think a lot of people are going to perceive that it is just because is the situation. But like, you know, when it's something that serious and that is that current, like. His dad has terminal brain cancer and, yeah. like, could, could potentially pass away while he's doing Survivor right wow. now. You know, it's like, I'm sure that runs through the guy's head, you know. And so I don't – and at this point in the game, you're so emotionally and physically spent. That's when these type of things really start coming out and you're just you, – you think a lot during the day. There's not much to do once you kind of get camp life all situated. So it's like you're just thinking – About, you know, what people are, you know, if you're not thinking about the game, because obviously we know John's pretty comfortable, so he's not thinking much about the game. He's thinking about, you know, what's going on back home, his family, other things. And so I think it was genuine. I don't think, you know, and and it it does make it, it is, you know, kind of crappy that. You know, people will perceive it as. Well, it's just,
0: you know, what makes it weird for me is just that John's edit, I think, has been really all over the place. I mean, he's, he's definitely been the most complex character out there. I mean, he's either a bumbling fool or he shows some moments of strategy. Uh, last week, talking about, you know, Jacqueline not being able to have kids this week, that whole, the whole thing in tribal council now with, with, about his dad, which is very, very touching. It, 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 I think that's what makes it maybe, I I don't see him as conniving. I don't see him as manipulative, but, and, and I even hated even just suggesting that question, but I just doing it for for the people who might be thinking that. Um, so I just was curious about that. Um, anyway, we gotta wrap this up a little bit. So pretty much, uh, you know, Alex gets voted out. Uh, you know, we see Natalie, uh, not Natalie, we see Missy and John very surprised at the vote. Again, you know, they're like, what the hell's going on? So we get to see what's gonna happen, but Je- Prope's notices that, I believe, I didn't write it down, I think, but Prope's pretty much, um, notices that this alliance of five might be showing some some cracks after all and uh and that's we pretty much end up with no Reed and no Alex. So the Frat Boy Alliance is pretty much gone. It's just Keith, who's really the oldest frat boy there, uh, if you want to call him a <laughs> frat boy. One thing I want to bring up before we go is, and for those people who don't tune into next week's uh, episodes, because I know there's some of you out there, um, you might want to tune out right at this moment. Uh, I want to talk about clips that we saw for next week, because next week we, we usually see when someone gets injured, we see uh, them tease that someone's going to get injured. But it looks really apparent that next week's episode, Missy goes down, and it sounds like a doctor says that Missy's going home. So, And they say it's a big game-changer for somebody, whether they mean the person that got injured or somebody else. Um, I'm surprised. What do you make of this? I I think it's very shocking for them to reveal that. Uh,
2: You know, I mean, maybe that's all that happens next episode. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I, I can see... If Missy goes home, yeah,
0: um I mean, Mrs. Baylor's game I mean, up or Natalie's game up, I oh, suppose it's
2: gonna, it's gonna it's gonna be great for Natalie,
0: yeah. um
2: Uh-oh. but missy's kind of I mean it's gonna be really crappy for John and uh, Jacqueline because Missy's kind of their, yeah, their girl.
0: I'm just wondering so, if they're swerving at us somehow and maybe maybe the doctor says you're going home and Missy's like, no, I'm staying. but I, I don't think so. I think she I think someone's definitely going home. I think they teased it in the first episode that somebody was going home. Uh, by yeah. injury. So I think this might be the episode, but yeah, that seems to be the biggest thing. Uh, any, any predictions on your end? Oh, let's see the bumper. Huh? now
1: you're after oh, I was like, TV
2: what is that? It's weird not being in the studio.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. It must be weird hearing it. Um, yeah. So what do you, what do you think? I mean, we obviously can, can think about this cause of, cause of what seems to happen to Missy. Um, who do you think's going home next week?
2: I think. I mean, I think Missy. I think Missy's injured, well, and Missy's I in. think she's going
0: to leave. Is there? A, is there? A, is the, if she's going home? Is there a vote? No, because there's two episodes left, right? And we have, as of right now, we have uh, six people left. Um, we have, I believe, two episodes. We'll have Wednesday, and then the Sunday finale. And we, I'm assuming it's gonna be a three-person tribal council. I would assume that would be the smart play for lo- blood versus water. Uh, just to make sure you don't just yeah, have a no, couple have, up there.
2: I, I cannot imagine it not being a three-person. So that
0: means it would be five or, f- yeah, I guess it would only have to be one. So chances are, I'm, I'm guessing, I'm gonna predict that next week's gonna be a non-issue, really. It's gonna be Missy's gonna be gone and there's gonna be no vote. Cause you gotta have five going into the finale.
2: Got have yeah. two, right?
0: I feel like you gotta maybe have five. Well, anyway, that's it for our show. Uh, Keaton, where can everyone find you during the week? You
2: guys? Oh, you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Keaton Markey.
0: Awesome. And you're on what shows <laughs> on AfterBuzz? Just because people aren't as familiar with you. Oh, we no, show. mean, oh the shows I'm on AfterBuzz,
2: Nashville, Rain, sometimes I'm on Once Upon a Time, SNL, and that's what I'm on right that's now. That's right.
0: Once Upon a Time, SNL. Great stuff. Yeah, oh, Rain. I, yeah.
2: I'm covering the Hobbit premiere on Tuesday for AfterBuzz. So I'm very cov- excited about that. Wow, that's
0: awesome. You're covering the Hobbit premiere. That's awesome. And, I uh, know.
2: I'm very excited. Awesome. <laughs> and you
0: can find me uh, on Twitter at Nandovel. That's N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L. You can also find me here on AfterBuzz for shows like The Walking Dead, which returns in February. The Blacklist, which returns in February. Scorpion, which I think is still running to the end of the year. And uh, Homeland, which comes back next week. So feel free to tweet at us. Uh, Talk to us about this show, Survivor. We I don't know if we'll be back on next week. I'm sure Jerry and Ryan might be back. Um, but anyway, till then, thanks for tuning in. Tune in next week for another edition of Survivor on Afterbuzz. Thank you.
1: From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterbuzzTV.com.